Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, hello, hello. This is a little entry for the Nigel Awards. All about kind of explains... I'm Connor, and this is apparently some of my best bits. Enjoy. Okay, there's a company that turns dead bodies into coral reefs. So there is a company called Eternal Reefs. They offer an innovative solution after death. Uh, It takes your cremated remains, mixes it with concrete, and creates a pearl which is basically, uh, it's a bit of coral reef. It then puts it in the sea and it creates a new habitat for fish and other sea life. So you really are helping the circle of life. Very similar to the um, uh, Pringles fact, isn't it? I like this, you know, the fact that there are options for when you get cremated. Remember the Pringles owner? He got put into a Pringles can. Do you remember that one? He was made into a Pringles can. Yeah, like the Frisbee guys, didn't did the frisbee guy have a frisbee guys in a frisbee? But the beauty is, is that you don't have to have created a coral reef in your past to be to become a coral reef here. Yeah, you can just choose. Yeah. So to. what? What you're actually doing with this fact, Mark, is you're bringing options. You I'm you're, you're, yeah, you're... basically, I just really want to prepare people for death. And today's episode is sponsored by Eternal Reefs, and that's not. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just you bringing you options, you know, because because people are like, oh. You know, maybe I'll cremate my gran, but you know, what am I going to do with it? Put her into a coral reef, drop her, her in the a sea. Coral reef. Yeah. There we go. Vibrant ecosystem happening right underneath the sea level. Absolutely. You know, if ever you want to look after your nan when she dies, make her into something that turtles will <laughs> over for the rest of her line that lovely days. So no it's problem. what she'd have wanted. It's what she'd have wanted. As in life, as in death. I mean, you'd say they could do with a little bit of advertising and sponsorship because it's a good idea. This is. As you say, the whole ecosystem, the whole circle of life. Someone's dying, is helping other animals to live, and I don't know about them. I can't imagine many people do. And I think this is too good an idea to be, you know, shoved away as one of nine facts a year and a half into a fact-finding podcast. They need to be better about their, their advertising and their media, I would say. I mean, here's the other great thing. Because it's made out of concrete, made out of your cremated remains in concrete, you can put personal messages onto there. You can put your handprints on there as well if you want. You could even send out mementos with it, as long as they're right. environmentally friendly, of course. Two things here. Mark, number one, w- w- what's the cost of this? We got a fee here? Uh, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm becoming a coral reef when I die. I've got it thrown in for free. It's, 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 a, great, it's a great contract right. we've got going. Secondly as well, you know like when you scatter the ashes... Or you bury somebody. You like to go visit the area, don't you? I mean, this is a 
fucking nightmare to visit. I mean, this is hard work. Uh, I'll be honest, it's not ideal. Unless, perhaps, you are a family of scuba divers. But this is the thing, isn't it? You know, you, you want to go out with the family for a day out and go and see lovely old Nan that's unfortunately passed away. Well, you're going to need a boat. You're going to have to take your anchor. You're going to have to all go down there. I mean, this is an absolute nightmare. I mean, I don't know for sure. Maybe they make smaller versions that you can put in fish tanks. No, technically, right. you can go and see any ocean and you're visiting the same place. Like, technically, you know, it's, it's all part of oh, one sea. Technically, you can just go and see anything. That's very deep, isn't it? The, what, thought, Con the, uh, Connor, the ocean. The ocean's also deep. No, no, no. Connor, you're more of a a person of, of mementos than I would say me and Mark are. We, we've had the discussion before where you've had like a lucky penny or something. Is that right? Yeah, I've had a rabbit foot as well. Mm, yeah, okay. Doing very well from it. Uh, when you die, what are you thinking? What, what's going to no, happen with you know your ashes? <clears throat> this is... I, I, I think when you die, it's all a load of really like take all my take all my insides out experiment on me i don't need any ashes spread i'm dead no but it's not for you but it's not for you as, as you just said it's for the people who remember you they do whatever they want with me do whatever they want yeah do whatever they want yeah put me wherever you want put it in the shepherd's pie but you know throw me over the throw me over the shed you know just leave me on the side of the road i really do you think I'm when you dead. get cremated you're gonna turn into seasoning yeah, maybe. You never know. We could do a Kurt Cobain, couldn't we? And we could, you know, you could just sniff the ashes. You use it as drugs. That's what Kurt Cobain done, wasn't it? You'd be pretty annoyed, wouldn't you, if, if it turns out there is something, there is a grander thing at play here, Connor. And the, the one thing that needs to happen is you, your, your body needs to be in one place or your ashes need to be in one place. And the reason that you don't make it into heaven is because someone's stuck you on top of a cottage pie. I mean, you, you're going to be pretty <laughs> off about that. I'm not there. But, but I'm this dead. is what I'm saying. Me Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what's happening here. Maybe you being on a sheet of lasagna is going to stop your your passage in the afterlife. Who uh, puts, puts lasagna in a cottage pie? I was pie? thinking of different sheeted meals, different layered meals, and we went from shepherd's pie to cottage pie to lasagna. Still, I'm still sitting here trying to work out what a particle accelerator is, so... Uh, Connor, what's your second fact of the show? Okay, so McDonald's, massively successful fast food chain. Um, and it had success. Thank you very much for your second fact, Connor. <laughs> Great, <laughs> moving on with the show. It had success from day one, um, which is crazy. So when McDonald's opened its very first restaurant in Moscow in 1990, uh, people generated a queue stretching for several miles on the opening day. The restaurant reportedly served more than 30,000 customers on that day, a record that has never been broken. So this wasn't the first McDonald's restaurant ever? No, so this was the first restaurant in Moscow in 1990. Okay, okay yeah. yeah. That's a bit different, I thought you were about to say. Like. <laughs> well, yeah, that's understandable, isn't it? There's a huge hype, yeah. especially in 1990. So they're coming out of huge Soviet-era communism, you got to think they've never had this before. McDonald's is an absolute sign of Western capitalism, of Western power. Uh, it's it's why if you go over to that region, if you go into Eastern Europe particularly, everyone's always wearing brands, like they're full of brands. It's Gucci, it's Armani from head to toe, because look, this is what uh, people have always wanted when they've been under communism for so long. They finally got it, we're going to make the most of it, and I guess that's why... Yep. Uh, 30,000 people 30,000 in one queue so basically what obviously McDonald's opened in 1955 so I think what's happened is it's gener it generated so much like hype around it and Moscow like 
we want it, we want it, we want it. And then the day that it opened, yeah, it was 30,000 customers on one day, a queue of several miles, which is crazy. Now, the big question, Connor, hmm. the big question that we want to know, what were they serving? Uh, what? What's the special Russian menu? Or what's the sp- well, you know, we've spoken about this before. Every every country has a much better McDonald's menu rather than us Brits. So what are they serving? What do they I serve? I just realised, to give you time, I've just realised to give you time to look that up. Halfway through when you were explaining, I just said to myself, I quite fancy a McDonald's today. Forgot I'm doing this, didn't I? Uh, yeah, I'm interested. What do they serve in Russian McDonald's? There's a Russian factory for McDonald's which produces the original McDonald's French fry, which we taste globally. That, 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 you know, that tasting fry, there's no fry that tastes like that. They produce that. Along with the country style yeah. potato for all Russian franchises, which you can only get in Russia. Other than that, it doesn't really say much. You can also get vodka in McDonald's in Russia, obviously. Sure. Uh, shrimps. The muk shrimp really? is a Russian McDonald's exclusive. Oh, no, get me wrong. Goldenly fried on the outside with an interesting preference for 1,000 island dressing as a sauce. Sorry, get me wrong. Over the traditional tartar. Russia doesn't serve alcohol, but France, Germany, and South Korea do. Yeah, French love it, don't they? They're all pissed driving around. Don't give a f- No, they don't, they don't care. Can't stop for the life of them. Um, but I, 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 this is something that I, I, I know this sounds mental because there's a lot more to want to achieve in life but i would love to travel the world and try a mcdonald's in every single place because i've heard that it's wild like apparently the mcdonald's in china is crazy when we run out of things for connor to explain it's going to be connor discovers mcdonald's okay, in i'd say yeah yeah every every week I, different country i'll tell you one thing i once went to switzerland skiing um, and we skied a place oh, called... We have we not had this story uh, like seven times? I think I've heard no, 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 was, That's about the chicken nuggets being really expensive at the top of the mountain. But we went to a... Oh, what a tale that is. We went to a McDonald's, which was on the outskirts of Verbier, which is obviously a really, really expensive place to ski. And my McDonald's come out on China plates with a knife and fork, was perfectly hot, so well seasoned. It was called a McCafe, wonderful desserts. It was like nothing I've ever had before, but it literally costs like... 30 pounds for a meal why why when you've gone all the way to switzerland to verbier this part of europe is famed for its food why why are you spending 30 bucks on a mcdonald's because we went skiing then we finished and we drove back down the mountain and when you got to the bottom of the mountain we was on the way to 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 get home we needed food so you see a mcshack and it's a quick quick pit stop isn't it only to actually end up with a £200 bill. But anyway. You know that... And I thought about this for my own life recently. You were saying, oh, I wish I could do this. You know that as an adult, with, with some money, you can do that. Like, you can travel the world and try McDonald's. Like, that, you, you don't have to ask anyone's permission now. Yeah, no, I appreciate you that. Shouldn't. But then, you know, on, on the other side of my shoulder, there's also a girlfriend that wants to move into a one-bed flat. So it's kind of like, sorry, babe, I'm travelling the world to try all the McDonald's. Or, yeah, we'll get that flat. You know? Mm. Not really too sure how it'll go down with her. Thank you very much. Uh, Connor, what's your last fact of the show? Well, before we get into the facts, just a quick question, really, with Mark's little comment that we've skimmed over about him being the face of the podcast. Um, Dan, question for you. What do you reckon was the first thing that came to somebody's mind walking through London, saw the baffled billboard and saw Mark's boat central with that little face of his? What do you reckon they sort of thought to themselves? There's a reason I was in the centre. Is this a charity <laughs> that helps gingers get friends? There probably we go. Yeah, probably. There we go. What but we need, what we need, baffled. What we needed to do. Why do moved... people have ginger hair? Yeah. Let's find out. What we needed to do before I moved on was just take Mark's comment, destroy it. I knew Dan would do that instantly, and then we can get on with the facts. They probably, they probably looked at it and thought, "My word, this guy's taking up a lot of the billboard. What a porker." Uh, <laughs> Connor, what's your last fact of the show? <laughs> 
There are only two countries in the world where Coca-Cola does not exist. North Korea. South Korea. No, North Korea. North Korea, you're right. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Yeah, North Korea. North Korea and... Cuba? Cuba. There you go. They're, they're the two. Yeah, well yeah. done. Um, so since 1950, no, no, no Coca-Cola in North Korea. And since 1962, no Coca-Cola in Cuba. Um, so the fizzy drink is sold everywhere else in the world, which is crazy as it is. Um, but it hasn't made its way to those two countries. Um, that's because these countries are under long-term U.S. trade embargoes. But what's quite interesting is that they have their own version of Coca-Cola in South Korea, which is called Fizzy, Co- Fizzy Coco or something like that. It looks exactly the same. It's got the red labeling around it as well. But the big question here is, does it taste as good? I don't know. Maybe somebody can answer it who listens to the podcast. I don't know. It's amazing that's still happening in Cuba, isn't it? After all this time, they're still not giving the people some of that sweet, sweet Coca-Cola nectar. Yeah. I do. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I just looked it up. I think they sell it. <laughs> huh? Order it in. It just it tends in. to be a little more expensive. It comes from Mexico. Oh, okay. So they don't sell it in there. And you can't walk into a shop and buy Coke. The reason I was looking was because Cuba and the US are on a lot better terms now and they've got new agreements and bits and pieces in place in the last year or so. So I wondered if maybe Coke was part of that. But it does look <laughs> like uh, that generally it comes in from Mexico. But it is more expensive, Connor, because it is imported no, yeah. rather than the local they, cola. They have their local cola. They both do have local cola. They have a Cuban version of Coca-Cola called Coca Coca Carbonated Drink made by Ryongjin, and then they've also got a South Korean version as well. Uh, sorry, a North Korean version, which they do as well. Um, so they have their options. They just don't have the original Coke. But you know what I find quite crazy? Do you think there's anybody in the world that hasn't tried Coca-Cola? I think most people have. The boss of Pepsi. He's it's a good job. adamantly against her. It's a good job Connor's not a diplomat, isn't it? Yeah. The amount of times he's got North and South Korea confused. F***ing sue me. Okay, so giraffes, um, to know when to mate, they, uh, the man will continuously headbutt the female in the bladder. So just keep headbutting the female in the bladder until she urinates. Uh, the male then tastes that, u- that urine and it helps determine whether the female is ovulating or not. So that's what happens to know when to have sexy time. Does the woman have any choice in this? No, he just headbutts. But then the process of what happens next, like fine, sh- she may biologically she may be ready for this she may be ovulating but is she keen for it i think there's probably an understanding in the giraffe world that you know the females need to allow their bladders to be accessible for the headbutts at times of baby Mm. making but yeah he will headbutt hard as well there's videos i've watched don't recommend but there is headbutting because they swing their heads around don't they like when giraffes Mm. fight that's what they do. They swing their neck around and smash their heads into each other. Sure do, yeah, yeah, yeah. What makes you wonder with evolution how that has come to be? Why creatures, a lot of African creatures, well, a lot of creatures in the wild like that, uh, they have to kill each other to survive. Why that's their primary method of destruction. If you were a swing in your neck, huge neck, you would use your neck. It's got to work at the head, though. I don't think they can be intelligent creatures because of the buffeting they're taking. I don't the think bombs. they're intelligent. I don't think they're particularly intelligent. I mean, the guy's headbutting the woman's bladder to know if she's ready. I mean, they could just say, I'm ready. Well, they well, no, because it's a, it's a very efficient way of lovemaking. And also, Connor, you put your thumbs up. Yeah. Giraffes can't put their hooves, hooves up. It's I know, true. but yeah. in the order to have, like, you know, a good time, mm-hmm. which is sexy time, you have to do headbutting into the bladder, which will cause pain, and lick wee. Yeah. Doesn't sound particularly like... I can't imagine it's... Well, I don't know. We, we I'm, are... I'm not convinced 
that I feel like this is very much just purely a practical efficiency thing of we're going to have a baby, but we're going to have a baby giraffe rather than a case of should we have a bit of fun time. Mm. I don't think they quite see it in the same way you do. Right. Yeah, no. I'm not really on board with it, but it's a thing. Well, this is I don't I can't say I enjoyed the the thought of it, you know? Yeah, this mm. is how I spent my Valentine's Day last night. What? Or just headbutting my girlfriend's bladder. Brilliant. And, then, and then licking her wee. Are you ready? And then licking the wee. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, all comes out in the wash. She's lucky girl, isn't she? Yeah, very lucky girl, yeah. That's uh, giraffes for you. Yeah. <laughs> is that a punchline to that Giraffe one? sex. Yeah, that's, just, that's just Connor going, please move on. That, is that your catchphrase? Well, no, well, that's giraffes got, for you. All I've got in my head now is a picture of you headbutting your girlfriend who I've met, so I just don't enjoy this. That's giraffes for you. Brilliant. I like that as a phrase. Yeah, so do I, yeah. Just apropos of nothing in random situations. Yeah, I well. don't think giraffes even need to be involved. That's giraffes for you. Yeah. Which way is the way out? There you go. Yeah. On average, you're eating a credit card every week. I am eating credit card every week, it's true. What about Connor with his Amex? Connor with his Amex. You're eating about five grams of plastic every week on average. It's the equivalent of a weight of a credit card. Wow. But just do just do consumption of foods that are in plastics, particles. Sure, yeah, eight million. Sometimes you're just so hungry that you buy some food <laughs> from the supermarket. And go, I'm not even like wrapping it straight. Yeah, in, it, all yeah. In. and some, sometimes you're so hungry you can't even be asked. You need to quickly do the maths on what account you've got the least money in, so you don't need the card of, and then you just eat that card straight from your wallet. Uh, you, you just cut the Re- report it lost. Get a new one the next week. It's free food. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what you're complaining about. Cut the middleman. Uh, eight million tons of plastic. I'm not getting on a soapbox here. Eight, you know, I'm not at him. But eight million tons of plastic end up in the ocean every year. They break down into microplastics, which get into the food chain, and then you end up eating them like that. And on average, yeah, it's about five grams of plastic every week. The weight of a credit card. I believe that. I actually know that plastic as well doesn't doesn't digest because my dog once ate when I was young one of my plastic bullets and it was yellow and it was sitting on the top of his poo in the garden yeah I can imagine that but this is microplastics much smaller you know I'm not you're not eating oh. toys here this was a tiny little bullet yeah well, I don't I don't care what you're feeling yeah, with I, I think my, micros are a lot smaller than your tiny yeah bullet. maybe but it was quite nice to see it again because I only had three bullets and I had two left when he ate it so there I had three again well, there you go. Nine facts done. Just, just, just wash it with a bit of, uh, just, just rinse it under the tap. Yeah, just put it in the dishwasher. Bob's your uncle. Yeah, Fanny's your aunt. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.